0: Welcome to the Jay and Silent Bob Minute, where we are covering the movie Dogma, one minute at a time. Today we're covering Minute 19, quite possibly the greatest tequila minute ever. I'm Jeff Ferry.
1: And I'm Chris Dercutche.
2: And, uh, and I'm the guy. Uh, uh, can you hear me? Oh, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And I'm and I'm the guy that the, uh, I'm the guy that these two guys owe ten episodes to uh, Jim O'Kane from the Best Minutes podcast.
0: <laughs> oh my God, Chris! you are so buff- uh, Chris. I told you to act like a professional while Jim was here, and you couldn't do it.
1: You just <laughs> couldn't do it.
0: You're embarrassing
1: was, me. <laughs> after I said my name, I was going to say and we didn't tell Jim to introduce himself because I didn't remember you telling him. I did tell him. You yeah, yeah. Paying attention. <laughs> I was right on okay, top of this. We'll, don't, we'll, worry, don't, right we'll,
0: worry. don't worry. Oh man, I think Chris has been at this Mexican restaurant having a couple
1: tequilas. <laughs> <laughs> J- J- and not J- them out. It every week. I just I tune you out,
0: you know. And that's not true. We have done at least sixty percent of those episodes by now. And by the time yeah. anybody hears this, whenever we get around to actually publishing it, it'll be best years of our lives will be totally complete
1: in the can. Or yeah. at least- yes. Or at least eight or nine episodes recorded. Yes. Who knows?
0: And I recommend you listen to The Best Years of Our Lives and the Die Hard Minute and Into the Night and all the rest because it's a nice sampler platter of movies by minutes hosts.
2: Yes. And they're they're all they're all doing their best on on it. So I think everybody brings their A game. And you guys get to wrap it up. That's the best part. You get the last the final ten
0: minutes. Yeah, that's yeah, we're something.
1: Main event. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, the
0: headliner's finally here. Bring it on home, yeah. <laughs> yeah, wait, wait till we play the minute where we were first starting, where we're like, who are these people? Because I forgot everybody's name, because I was confusing their real names with their game names and the thing. Oh, it was, it was great. <laughs> it was recording gold.
1: <laughs> all right, so I recorded it all, but I didn't put it in the podcast, Jeff.
0: No, because we're <laughs> so. we're nice like that. All right, we have blessed Jim with this this week, giving him nothing but a week of Alan Rickman doing Alan Rickman stuff.
2: Yeah, he's he's got that voice. Um, I keep thinking when you you know when you watch uh, when you watch old episodes of Thirty Rock and they've got Alec Baldwin and uh, Will Arnett and they're both talking down and trying to get that that voice, and it's like they're both trying to reach. Some, some level of Rickman. But Rickman, every word coming out, even when he's ordering tequila, it just sounds like, gosh, could you, you, know, could you do my uh, voicemail for me? I'd love to have you. <laughs> it's an announcement message. What a sound.
0: <laughs> well, they say, Kevin used to say uh, Rickman would call him sometimes, and he would save the, the recordings. He said he would call and be like, hello, Kevin. This is Alan Rickman. And Kevin's like, yeah. Like, I didn't know that.
1: <laughs>
0: like, who else could it possibly be?
2: Ah. Uh, well, uh, uh, I've heard um, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch does a pretty good
0: Rickman. Oh, uh, he's, well that, he's got the deep voice, too. I can see him getting yeah. there. Yeah. He's kind of like a discount Alan Rickman.
2: Yeah, yeah. He's the uh, Wish.com version. <laughs> <So>.
0: <laughs> this is what I got.
2: <laughs> and you've given me uh, – this week we're doing uh, – Nothing but exposition. I mean, this is like all the, but, you know, of, of all the way to do it, watching Alan Rickman spit uh, tequila into a glass while he's explaining the movie is not a bad way to do some exposition. I, yeah, I if,
0: do appreciate yeah, if you're going to do the exposition dump, it's like, hey, how about we just put it in, let Alan Rickman do it for three straight minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, all right, well, you know, Kevin's uh, modus operandi is, you know, two people sitting there, put the camera in their face and let them go. Well, that works a lot better if one of the people doing it is Alan Rickman.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, stunning! Wow, and there's so much. There's so much going on with this. You know, there's so much in the scene. You want you, this is really a good movies by minute movie to do because everything you want to look at in the background, whether there's posters or you know different artwork and things like that. This Mexican restaurant is loaded with stuff, and you just want to, <laughs> you just want to like freeze frame. You. What does that say? There's a there's a thing that hit me right off the bat when you watch this minute. There's something on the table. There's a fake uh, like a dining card. And all you read on the top of it is "put a rat in," and then it, you don't get to see what the rest of it is. And
1: I just don't know. I got, I got "put a rat in your mouth," is what I can see. <laughs> well, it definitely <laughs> says kind of restaurant a are they at? <laughs> "put a rat." What a rat in your mouth. That's definitely what it says. <laughs>
2: wow. So is that the is that their their Mexican version of Patron? I don't know. What they, you know, they like the, <laughs> the, the Kevin the asco- the <laughs> version of
0: a rat. Hmm. Yeah, that's a. There's nothing appealing about that. <laughs> uh, excuse me. Would you like to try the rat tonight? Oh, I'm good, thanks. No, thank you. <laughs> ah, yeah, this would be a,
2: the worst the worst episode of Mad Man ever made. Um, <laughs> it's uh, yeah, no, it's it's very nice, and it just it does capture that New Jersey Mexican restaurant feel. Well,
0: <laughs> that that is always one of the best. Like, it's not even a joke as much as a kind of like a throwaway line where she's so impressed because she's like, "Are we in Mexico?" <laughs> And he's like, we're at the Mexican – or it's not even – it's the – we're at the chain Mexican restaurant around the corner from your house. He's yeah, like, but it's is... still pretty impressive.
1: <laughs> well, he said one place you can go for tequila, and he means the Mexican restaurant around the corner from her house. Yeah, so it's like
0: – yeah, it's
2: it's the, uh, the Oshkosh uh, uh, Chi-Chi's. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> well, he's like the um, – he's got like unlimited power as an angel. He's like, but there's no need to flaunt it, you know? There's Yeah. There's no need to go to Mexico when you can go a mile and a half.
1: So if they're at the chi they're gonna get fried ice cream at the end, or <laughs> yeah, the
2: uh, oh, gosh. And do they come out and sing? You know, they, they do. The, they do the thing where they can't. They don't sing "Happy Birthday," so everybody does the clap, 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 clap yeah. while they're singing. Oh, yeah. They do
0: "Happy Happy,
1: happy, happy birthday. birthday." Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> that was back when the restaurants worried about getting sued over the stupid "Happy Birthday" song. <laughs>
2: That's <laughs> so, you know it, it's like that and the mattress police looking for the uh, the yeah. tags on mattresses that somewhere there's the happy birthday police ready to uh, drop drop the bomb on the Pizza Hut. Yeah, I, yeah. I
1: was trying You're to still- think of what the Spanish version of Happy Birthday is and I can't. I think it's Feliz it's Feliz Cumpleaños. It is. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. what that's what they sing. <laughs> uh, I always man. wondered about
2: sp- Spanish spelling bees would be really tough. I mean, <laughs> birthday's easy, <laughs> cumpleaños. I don't know. Um, yeah. <laughs>
1: You know, I know Felice Cupliano's from Dora because my daughter watched Dora Explore. <laughs> <laughs>
0: did you see the Dora movie by chance?
1: I didn't. It wasn't bad.
0: I did. It was pretty good, actually. But it they do good. have one scene. If, if anybody's familiar with Dora, one of the things is they speak to the kids. So she'll yeah. say, like, do you see a rabbit? And then she'll kind of stare at you for like three seconds. Right. Which is fine if there's a child interacting, but it's weird as hell if nobody is. So in the live action movie, they do it one time where the little kid—she's not even little; she's like what, twelve or thirteen? Yeah, she's older. And she's talking to nobody, and she's like, "Do you see it?" And she's talking <laughs> to nobody, and her parents are like, uh, "She'll grow out of it."
1: <laughs> we actually we were flicking through the channels, me and my wife, and it was on, and we left it on. I'm like, "This is pretty good." My daughter came out, and she's like, "Why are you two watching the Dora movie?" <laughs> I'm just like, "Shut up, Dora's on. It's good."
0: Yeah. Yeah, shut up. Watch Dora. You made me watch five years of it. I can watch it one more time.
2: (laughs) And no sniping, yeah. Yeah, (laughs) yeah.
0: yeah. All right. um, You fellows have been out to the occasional restaurant, I'm sure. How often do you place your hand on the waitress's or waiter's arm?
2: Yeah, that would be pretty much never, right? (laughs) Right.
0: I've never touched a waiter in my life. Just change the sexes of the two people involved here. Imagine you're a guy, and this is like... I mean, even if it's a Mexican restaurant and it's just like a cute waitress and you just put your arm casually on their arm. Nope. <laughs> so I feel like you're not going to get thrown out, but you're definitely getting a glance of like, why are you touching me?
2: Okay.
1: Yeah. These, so these, these are the her... people
2: that can spit in your food. It's just <laughs> oh, Right,
1: right. She's got a, her hand on his arm and his shirt right above her hand. It says something about rat too. It says C-A-R-A something and then rat.
0: Hmm. It must be yeah. the name of the place. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hmm. Yeah, yeah, know, a, a top flight team would have already known the name of this, but
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean I know that carreta is like the sugar cart. It's it's a dry goods cart, but that's R E T not R I was trying to think it's something like it's a it's R A T in the middle of some Spanish word.
0: But, uh, <laughs> it looks like Casa Rat. I, uh,
2: House of Rats. I'm not sure. Hmm. Yeah, Casa de Rat maybe. Yeah. Oh, were were either of you guys
0: ever waiters? No. I was Jeff even was. something better than a waiter. I was a busboy.
2: Ah. <laughs> 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 yeah, I, I used to. Well, I was a bartender and I was also a waiter. And they, people usually grab you when you've got your arms full of like a tray of food. That's when. That's when you're most likely to get grabbed. And you're like, please, I'm, yeah. I'm dealing with inertia and momentum here. Don't yeah. do this. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, don't be. A, don't. Don't. Don't grab waiters and waitresses. No need yeah. to scream at them either. That's another favorite. Hey. Like easy. <laughs> it's like they're coming. Listen. All I had to do was work at a restaurant for like two years, and I had to have nearly infinite patience for all servers.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's a uh, little busboy doing that is backbreaking stuff. Where you getting where you getting like buckets of ice that you got to deliver to the uh, if they don't if they don't have ice machines everywhere. Um, I worked at a country club once. Where uh, they had like ice buckets that you had to you had to like dump into different bars, and that's all the busboys would be doing
0: all day long is be filling up those five gallon uh, pickle buckets and yeah. shoveling ice. It'd be the buckets of ice, buckets like five gallon buckets filled with salad dressing, <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> which is really gross if you think about it. Too. Oh yeah. yeah, There's
0: huge things of salad dressing, and that, and just trying to carry around the with all the dirty dishes like the little cart, the little hand things. Yeah, which right. if they were just filled with some stuff, it wasn't that bad. But like some nights, servers would just manage to stack in like eighty plates, and oh. you'd go to lift it, and you'd be like, "Oh my god, <laughs> this thing's so heavy."
2: You're not helping. You're not yeah. helping me at all. Putting it like that, yeah. The or that doing. I, I the thing that I used to hate most is doing side work. They'd always have something for a different night. Like all you did was like roll up um, uh, knives and forks and spoons inside yeah. of a cloth napkin, and uh, or refilling. I, I'm always amazed. I mean, I, I'm sure it's it's completely against you know health codes and things like that. But refilling all the ketchup bottles. Oh yeah. You have to, yeah you know uh, topping off the. Uh, oh the you Ketchup mean, bottles. Marrying I the ketchup bottles. Marry marrying up. Yeah, yeah yeah.
1: I just saw one uh, like a thing on Facebook that said something about a, a restaurant that's been there since the '40s, and so are traces of the ketchup in the ketchup bottles. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it does amaze me though, because I used to watch those shows like The Kitchen Nightmares and all that stuff. Yeah, and to see how disgusting they were, and I was like, man, the oh, place yeah. I worked at was not that bad then, because I remember every night the kitchen would close at whatever time. Say, I closed at ten. Yeah, and then there was an hour and a half of cleaning. Yeah, right. Like everything had to be broken down, rewrapped. Everything was cleaned and wiped and mopped, and I was just like, ugh. It was and when you worked there. It was like, God, this is annoying. But then when I saw what other places were like, I'm like, oh, this is this is very useful. They should definitely do this
2: my my daughter's first job when she was 16 she got a job at a at a pizza restaurant in uh, up in, in Massachusetts and the place was this really decrepit it used to be an ice house it was like a wooden ice house it looks like a barn and the kitchen where she had to do she had to wash dishes directly above her there was no ceiling it she said she could when she was washing dishes she could look up and see stars it was just oh like God.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and it was like that in the rain in the snow Oh, just, that's wonderful. Oh, nice. But they uh, they stayed open. The uh, I think the the guy that ran the health department was the either the cousin or it, it was one of those small Massachusetts towns where everybody was really Everybody had the same last name, you know. Just, oh yeah. So they never had to worry about getting cited for anything.
0: Don't worry, it's my cousin Bobby. It's okay.
2: Yeah, he'll be <laughs> fine. Don't worry. <laughs> you, he he inherited this from his uncle. So, <laughs> uh, it's just yeah, it's the. But anyway, you know, people still go. To, people still go to restaurants, so it's uh, apparent. I guess it's built. It, it helps build a good immune system. It just uh, you just don't want to be in the you don't want to be in the back room watching them make the food.
0: No, but, it's not good. Uh, speaking of not good, uh, our boy Alan Rickman lost his wings. Yeah, he. Uh, <laughs>
2: well, he folded them up, right? I mean, yeah. He start,
0: well, he yeah. said uh, all he says is I lost the wings, which is I think code for like. I didn't want to wear a seventy-pound rig the whole movie,
2: so <laughs> right
0: because <laughs> there's no CGI.
2: Yeah, and and doing all the special effects work would be kind of expensive. So Kevin, yeah. Kevin was probably happy about that too.
0: Yeah, it's like we'll just use it in two scenes.
2: Um, he said he's he said he's uh, that she's being sent on a holy crusade. I was wondering if there is any other crusades. Are there unholy crusades?
0: It just seems like a... well, I mean, I guess there's unholy crusades. You're just yeah. you're being given the task by somebody different. You know, somebody on the uh, the distinguished competition is giving you the the go ahead on that one.
1: <laughs>
0: it's like, all right, we need you to go up there. You got to do uh, ten possessions, then then come uh, back.
2: The what? the te- oh, god. <laughs> go oh, okay. Uh, the 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 tequila glasses. When I'm watching, when he asks for two, gla- you know, he asks for for tequila, and he asks for two glasses. The glasses that he comes out with are four ounce glasses. I used to work. I used to work in Pennsylvania at a at a bar that was run by this old guy who in, he inherited a bar from his dad and his dad had been running the thing since like the day prohibition ended maybe even before but he, he was he was like around 70 or so and he insisted that there was a certain way that you ran a bar and i think the way he learned how to run a bar was by watching old you know 1940s movies how people <laughs> used to like they'd pour a bottle of uh, Rheingold beer out of a bottle into a four ounce glass and drink like three three glasses out of one bottle. And so he used to make a serve beer with what he called a proper glass. He, and you'd give these little four ounce glasses to people sitting at the bar. And they never used them. I mean they just sit there and drink out of the bottle rather than using <laughs> this or get a you know, ask for a regular Pilsner glass or something like that. But when I saw those, I'm like, oh my gosh, I remember those days with the stupid proper four ounce glass. Uh,
0: <laughs> Yeah, four ounce glass, like you're. What are you? You're drinking sherry or something yeah, out of it? Yeah, mouthwash.
2: Like it's, like, I mean, it's just, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just it was it was amazing. But but just I, I was just amazed that someone someone else still had those glasses somewhere. You know, you, I, I, I've never seen them in any other bar but the bar that I'd worked at.
0: oh <laughs> gosh, but oh well. Um, not, and then okay, oh, and then Linda Fiorentino was nice enough to bring up the exact reason why every uh, Catholic rights group hated this. Oh, by the way, I work in an abortion clinic. Ah, there's nothing like having your uh, your star be working at an abortion clinic to that not her get answer. the this people.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm going to send you on a whole crusade. I work at an abortion clinic. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he, I like that it.
0: it's not even an issue. He's completely nonplussed by it. He's like, yeah, Noah yeah. was a drunk. Whatever. I'm not asking you to make an arc.
1: <laughs> right, all you got to do is go to New Jersey. <laughs> yeah, it'll be... It'll be yeah. <laughs>
0: here's here's your mission which is funny because if you're looking at it now it looks like he just has some sort of level of confidence in her but you'll find out later it's just that they're desperate
2: (laughs) yeah they're down to they're down to linda so it's yeah um
0: i i what that i could brought up later but like if the if heaven was truly run the way that it it seems to be in this movie wow that is is a (laughs) terrifyingly bad bureaucracy (laughs) they got running there
2: yeah, eternity doesn't sound
0: really that good. It's just, it's just like, like <laughs> um, yeah. So God's not here, so like everything just stops functioning. Like nothing can move. No. So like I almost want to ask, like, why are the angels even there? <laughs> like, what do you guys do? <laughs> where's, yeah, where's the help in this? And
2: uh, well, we're, we'll talk about that on the next episode a little bit more, <laughs> like the divisions of thing. Where yeah. uh, uh, met, met, metron? Metron, met, Metatron? Metatron? Metatron?
0: Metatron? Which always sounds
2: like a robot name to me. It doesn't sound Transform. like a name. Well, because yeah. it's so
0: close to Megatron. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which exactly. Would be awesome. yeah.
2: yeah, if if he would just suddenly turn into a locomotive, that would be amazing. Yeah, you know, if you he at. just yeah if he just turned and was like, "You failed me for the last time, Fiorentino," <laughs> or or if he said, "We're going we're going to New Jersey," and then he turned into a oh, Camaro. wow. No. <laughs> it's
0: like
2: wow, it's awesome.
0: He just turns into a gun. Like, that doesn't make any sense
2: <laughs> for no reason. yeah. Yeah. Uh, just, or, except one of his arms won't won't bend the right way. You just keep me- messing with him to try to get the arm to turn in, into. The, where's the wheel?
1: Where's the? Wheel? <laughs> I hated them toys. <laughs> my
2: my son had them growing up, and I, I he would you know he, I'd hand it to him, and he'd like, here's a locomotive, here's a space shuttle, here's the robot, here, and then I'd look at it and like, okay, that was the head. But I don't know where the rest of this goes. Yeah. <laughs> It was, it was like, for ch- children who had grown up with Rubik's Cubes, that was my max. I, I maxed out on Rubik's Cubes, but it's...
0: Yeah, it's just I like, those Look, we ones. bought you the Constructicons. It'd be like, yeah. oh my God, I need to work for NASA to put this together. <laughs> I think I'm just going to take them out and back and bash them into each other.
2: Uh, well, <laughs> I, I do like the uh, the Mexican marionettes in the background. They're called uh, Tateras. Uh, the, I used to have one when I was a little kid, my... Uh, my aunt used to go to Mexico and bring back all kinds of like onyx pieces, but she brought me back one of those uh, one of those Mexican marionettes with a sombrero and stuff, and had a guitar, and uh, it came with an, a complete instruction sheet on how to use it, and the instructions were entirely in Spanish. So I was like, uh, okay.
0: <laughs> okay. So great. These are very helpful.
2: Manos <laughs> means arms, but everything else I
1: don't know. So. Manos, <laughs> uh, the
0: hands of fate.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: that's but that's a like a, like. Oh, good. My niece actually brought a, a Mexican doll back from Mexico for my daughter when she was little. Like, really little, like one. And we gave it to her, and let her play with it. Next thing I know, she's got hat pins that had held the hat on in her hands. Oh, like, my God. Luckily, she didn't poke her freaking eyes out, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, the child, child safety
2: rules are a little bit lax. But, you know, it yeah. teaches the kids be careful. Be careful. Right, right, true. <laughs> You're
1: only going to stick yourself with that hat pin one time.
0: Yeah, you stick yourself with the hat pin once. You're only going to stick the penny in the light socket once. Like. <laughs> right. <laughs> if you build. do it more than once, well, like yeah, that's what Darwin's for. <laughs>
2: yeah, build, build character. There you go. Yeah. Wow. Right, the-
0: so this is basically, this is literally, if you were doing the hero's journey, this is being given the quest. Yeah. I mean, he starts in this minute. It goes, I mean, we get the quest in this one. It's It's like you're getting your car. And you're like, oh, we're all done, right? And he goes, yes. Well, I mean, except for the fine print. And we'll find out on Wednesday what the fine print's going to be. I'm sure if a car dealer can give you some bad fine print, I can't imagine what heaven is capable of giving you. Uh, good luck. <laughs> what's their fine print like? <laughs> I guess I'm guessing it's some Willy Wonka level stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm just like, what's this fine print at the bottom? Oh, don't worry about that.
2: <laughs> and what's that scary music playing? I don't right. understand.
0: <laughs> should, th- should those angels have fiery eyes? I feel like I'm in trouble here. <laughs> All right, so does anybody have anything else for this particular minute? No, it's a good minute.
1: Good. I do like that she doesn't even seem to notice that he's spitting the tequila back into the other glass. Like she doesn't you would think she'd say, Why are you doing that?
0: Well, I think like me, I think I don't think I noticed he did it the first time.
1: Oh really? I think it
0: was like the second time he does that. I'm like, What what? <laughs> what are you doing?
2: <laughs> Stop that. Yeah, he's Alan <laughs> Rickman. He does it he does it politely, you know. Yeah. <laughs>
0: He's, like, apologizing while he's spitting. <laughs> he's so polite, he's nearly Canadian.
2: Does he always play the same
0: role? Um, he plays good and bad versions of the same role.
2: Yeah, I mean, I can...
0: Well, I the can problem see is, even when he's bad and evil and awful, he's still charming.
2: Yeah, yeah, I mean, you can't... <laughs> yeah, Han's in uh, Die Hard, you know. You, you, you're rooting for him as much as you root for Bruce Willis.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's one of the downfalls of the movie which i do like that i think it's a little bit unfairly maligned the robin hood movie that he's in the problem is he's up against kevin costner and like i'm rooting for him
2: yeah well he's the one with the authentic british accent so (laughs) it's
0: about the only one yeah (laughs) because there's a lot of some there's some dodgy accents in that even some people i think are native to the islands i'm like "Mm, i don't know about that because you know instead of using like their posh london accent they're trying to be like northerners and it ain't working out Yeah, like we gotta go right up here. Like, what was that?
2: (laughs) (laughs) A a couple more dialogue coaches would have helped
0: that movie. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I, I do like. I almost, I almost want to laud Costner for that for just being like, ah, you know what? I'm just not gonna do it. Like, oh, well, you don't want to try to do a British accent? Like, no, I suck at it. I'm not going to do it.
2: Yeah, like, I okay. mean, he could, he could have wound up Dick Van Dyking the whole thing. So it's just. Yeah.
0: I'm almost. What was the other movie that did that? There's been a couple of movies like that where they just commit to it. They're just like, you know what? Everybody's do do your own accent. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> I know I saw one recently where it's just like it's supposed to. Is it the death of Stalin where it's supposed to take place in Russia? Nobody has a Russian accent. <laughs> They're like yeah. Americans and British and all kinds of stuff in there. <laughs> whatever like, you want yeah, to do. just Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's like, that's fine. All right. Anybody? Last chance?
2: No, all set. That was a. Uh, it made me hungry for Mexican food, and I haven't haven't been out in a while, so maybe that that might be tomorrow night's dinner. <laughs>
0: all right, uh, Jim, why don't you tell them where they can find you. You can
2: find me anywhere. I'm uh <laughs> uh, right now. Uh, hopefully, we're, we'll be finishing up uh, the best minutes with your with your minutes. So, uh, check out the best minutes podcast out there. Was we're taking apart the 1946 William Wyler directed film, The Best Years of Our Lives. Uh, one minute at a time all oh, 170 minutes of it uh, that's out at thebestminutes.com or on uh, Apple Podcast, Google Play wherever, wherever you're wherever you're getting this podcast we're probably also on that same
1: uh, podcatcher so check us out there and we are the Jay Inside the Bob Minute we're on doinggenre.com uh, I don't know what should they check out check out the Burbs Minute go back if you like the sound of our voice go back all the way back and check out the Burbs Minute where we did the uh, Tom Hanks movie The Burbs one minute at a time you got anything else Jeff? Tequila no, well, I'm putting that right. song at the end of this. Yeah, of
0: course you are. I mean, like, <laughs> listen, I, I laid it up for you.